Hey everybody, this is Random Chatterings episode 47. I am Artelo Rodriguez, and my special guest today is... Lisa! Yay! Not Simpson! (laughs) 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 Uh, Yes, this is... um... Oh gosh, what's your last name? Ruelas? Lisa Ruelas? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you going... said it right. I'm so happy. Nobody could ever say my last name. Really? Yeah. Is that because is, is that because it's like it's not, it's a Hispanic name, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the more um rare Hispanic names. It's um it's actually French in origin, which makes oh, sense wow. cuz France and Spain, yeah. Yes. <laughs> A wee. Yeah, this is uh, Lisa Ruelas. Um, for those who don't know, um, she has been on um, someone who I talk about a lot, Sean from Horribly Awkward's podcast. She's actually been on the show twice, I believe. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, but um, her that <clears throat> that uh, I don't know. You wanted to be on the show, so. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's just yeah. we're just kind of free, free flowing a little bit. We're gonna gonna like, just like whatever whatever the coast takes us and uh, some other bullshit metaphor that I can come up with right now. We're just gonna have a little fun today. Yeah, just have a little fun today. Um, but right, yeah, yeah. Um, at least you mentioned how much the holidays suck. Um, can you elaborate yes. on that? Well, <laughs> first of all. Now, like I'm, I'm in retail management, and I've been in retail for about 20 years. I've managed to turn it into a career, and have wow. been um, pretty successful at it. Um, and nice. from what I've noticed, it's like holiday season in retail literally starts in October. So it's <laughs> like there's no Halloween, there's no Thanksgiving. It just goes right into Christmas, even with like starting to sprinkle in Christmas music here and there <laughs> with our um, with our like music you know thing Muzak although it's not Muzak it's like something cooler yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's like it's just it's yeah it's like all the all the awesome holiday spirit has been you know pretty much like beaten to death and left on the side of the road to die. <laughs> That's kind of sad, huh? Oh, I just, oh, I made that sad. I'm kind of morbid. <laughs> Excuse me. That's okay. I'm just going to sip on my sweet tea here, even though it's not sweet tea. It's vodka. <laughs> That's fine. Yes. I, I feel like, oh, so many people probably share that opinion about the holidays being like too intrusive i personally I, I love christmas but i don't like it enough to let's say put up lights outside of my house and yeah my house isn't even that like the house back in california it's like a tiny little duplex so it's like the most decorations we put on it is like a little bit of the lights like on like top to near the roof or something like on the side of the roof i don't know what the fucking section of it's called or like on the gutter the gutter area yeah the gutter the area. rain gutter the rain okay. gutter and just maybe Maybe some, uh, like, a wreath on top of, like, not on top of, but, like, right on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so, keeping it keeping it simple, but... Uh, keeping it classy. Classy, there's a word. There's a very yes. good word there. Um, but I'm sure that Christmas kind of invading into October definitely must, must get on your nerves. 
I mean, it does. It's, I mean, I never really saw it until, um, maybe like two, two years ago. And, um, I remember we got the marketing directive and they wanted us to put everything up. I'll never forget the date because we all just, we just lost our shit. October 13th. We were the only store in the mall to have set up for Christmas. But in doing so, we created a trend with our competitors that started to do the same. Yeah. So, but then they got enough feedback. So like, okay, we'll scale it back to towards the end of October, like second part of October. Um, Oh no, it was October 11th. That's what it was. And um, so they scaled it back. But I mean, regardless, it's still in October. And I get what they're trying to do because it's like the second half of the year for business. That's when it's crunch time. And I mean, I get it. But I mean, come on. Like they could have done something else. So in poking fun at that, um, the person who was the assistant manager at the time, who is now the store manager, he was like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to roll with it. So he... (laughs) When it came down to Halloween, so even though we had all the Christmas decorations up, he, I don't know, he's like the male Martha Stewart. He managed (laughs) to, like, make um, black, black candles, and then he got the little electric votive candles, and I don't know, he made magic happen, so we were all dressed (laughs) up for Halloween. Everything was Christmas, but yet kind of spooky, so we named it um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, so yeah, he's he's a very smart man, and um, <laughs> yeah, so it was it was pretty funny. We we were all laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty God. Why hasn't that already been the marketing gimmick already? Like the Nightmare Before Christmas. I know. I don't know. I I you know what? I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna I'm gonna write down a little piece of paper, and I'm gonna put that in my pocket, and I'm gonna bust it out next October. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you seen that movie before? Yes, it's so cute. I like it. I love it so much. It's it's um, stop motion. It's like it's like an art form that is yes. that only one studio does now because it's so fucking hard to do, and yeah, it's, it's also an unprofitable. Right? Yeah, yeah. Artman, I think they did they did, but then I think they. Arthur Christmas, I think, was their most... No, no, no. It was the... Oh, God. What was the... It was the Pirates movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, the... I forget what that one was called, but that... Was that one still stop motion? I know that Flushed Away was mainly CGI. Yeah. I think... Oh, the Pirates one, I think, was a mixture of CGI and and stop motion? Stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the studio I was thinking of is Leica. They they did Coraline and they did... Most recently, oh. they did Cubo and the Two Strings. Okay. I think they yeah, primarily I, do stop motion. Yeah, and I I love stop motion. I actually I watched um, this documentary the other night on on Ardman and how basically they were um, they were the pioneers in like getting um oh, what was it in getting the um it's getting them to recognize it and for the um getting it recognized for the oscars and oh yeah 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 um oh, look into um, it i mean uh the wrong trousers um that will that also got um an oscar but um actually creature comforts that's i oh, believe right. yeah 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 
Oh my god, I, I had no idea. I was like so nerdy about stop motion. Jeez. I had no idea. But I've I've always loved stop motion. It's always been a thing. Like like the California raisins, claymation. Oh, I loved it. I've it was like my seen, favorite thing as a kid. Uh, uh, maybe this might show my age, but I've only seen parodies of it on like on The Simpsons or like other shows. Oh yeah, of course The Simpsons and their <laughs> famous parodies. <laughs> <laughs> because that's from the seventies, isn't it? Like the California raisins. Um, I think or it, from, from or the eighties. Early eighties, yeah. Yeah, early eighties. Hold on, let me let me Google this. California raisins. And oh, I mean, perfect connection right back to Christmas. Um, all those stop motion animations like Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and yeah, um, Santa Claus comes to town. Yeah, like yeah, I, I love it. And there's another one too. Well, I mainly remember Rudolph. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I feel all sentimental and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, I I love. Oh, oh God, I I haven't seen the Wallace and Gromit animations in so fucking long. I love I love the Wrong Trousers when I was a kid. I think I used to watch that VHS because it was like a VHS of the. I think of Wrong Trousers. Oh, was it? What was it? Uh Jesus! Trip to the Moon. I think was. The, yeah, it's 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 the one where um. Um. It's the one where it's like it, it looks very crude and you could tell it was like their first like go at it. Yeah. But it's the one where, where he goes to the moon for cheese. Yeah. Yes. So cute. And I the love close that one. shave, which is just like a technical marvel. Like I'm still thinking like just now I'm picturing the scene when they're on the motorcycles and they have like the triangle of sheep. Oh yeah. That was so fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I love it. Oh, and then oh, I forgot they also did Chicken Run too. Oh my god, they did the Chicken Run. Oh fuck, I love that yeah. movie. I yeah, love that and that movie. was actually that was really like a big feat for them because that was like was it like full length yeah. movie? Yeah, it was their first, I think. Yeah, and that was like so they I I watched the the documentary and basically. They did what they would normally do, but on a much larger scale. And, um, yeah, people thought that they couldn't do it. But they did it because they're amazing because they're Aardman animation. <laughs> I love them. Oh, God. I can't imagine how big the production must have been. I don't know what the budget of that movie must have been as well. But just such a feat. Just, just such an absolute... Uh... I mean, it seems so seamless, and I, I also just love their like their those their, their designs for all their their humans. Like they just look like these grotesque, like really, like but like comical kind of figures, like clowns almost. Yeah, and you can tell it's it's Ardman too. By the way, like they do like the eyes and the mouth, because because they kind of look like like weird clay muppets. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a, that's a better classifier. Actually, that that feels like that's more praising them than what I've seen before about yeah. these weird disformed <laughs> figurines or something like Jesus. Yeah, but they, they're yeah, they're really good at what they do and I hope they don't stop. Yeah, I I um I was really heartbroken when I when Studio Ghibli announced that they were they were no longer making um oh, what was it? They're the one that making like feature length animations, but I think they they found a way or I don't know, I think they they're collaborating with a French studio to make 
uh, this this feature called um, oh god, what was it called? The Red Turtle, I think, or something like that. Oh, and I didn't. Hayao Miyazaki is apparently coming oh. back, but to direct what? a. Oh gosh, what? Where did I hear this? It was like on the animation news site. It was like he was he was designing the CGI uh, animation of this little caterpillar, and now he's making it into a, a full feature. <gasps> Yay! I love I love movies about caterpillars. <laughs> <laughs> I can only think such of such a weirdo. I can only think. Of, hold on, hold on. Wasn't James the Giant Peach? Did it have a caterpillar at some point? I think so. Yeah. Oh god. I think so. I don't remember. Okay, now that's a movie I haven't even thought of in so fucking long. Same. That was that was so long ago. I think like my sisters are now in their mid twenties, so they were like little like. Like little like babies when it came out, and they liked that movie, along with Beauty and the Beast on repeat, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> the Frozen, the Frozen of the of the nineties. That was the Frozen of the nineties, and Alyssa, Katie, if you guys listen to this, I will never watch Beauty and the Beast <laughs> because you guys. Totally burned me out on it. So thank you, you little shits. But I love you so much because you're my sisters. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to uh, disappoint you. Oh God, what they? you just said their names and I already forgot them. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa and Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never seen that movie. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Never seen it. I've seen Aladdin. Uh, I've seen. I've never seen Little Mermaid. I saw Aladdin. I saw Lion King. I think I even saw Hercules, and I saw Pocahontas. Like. Two years after it came out, probably yeah. on VHS. Never seen Beauty and the Beast. Never seen Little Mermaid. Oh wow! I so I have seen them. I see. I've seen them all up until, and I actually have all the Disney movies up until like maybe um, the like mid nineties. I think yeah, because when I so when I was really little, when I think it was my. Um, when I was five, Christmas time, that's when um, Disney decided to make um, all their like um, all their full length animated movies going forward VHS instead of beta. And the very first wow. um, movie to come out on VHS was well from like Disney, like their like their cartoons was Sleeping Beauty. And Sleeping my Beauty. godmother, yeah, so my godmother pre-ordered it for me, like, I don't know, six months before it was released. Yeah. So I have, like, first edition VHS of um, Sleeping Beauty, and oh that God. thing is beat to shit. And I have a lot of first <laughs> editions, actually, um, <laughs> because I'm that old. So, <laughs> yes. And then my roommate, I had no idea that she had the same thing going on, so... Here I am, like, in my 30s, toting around my VHSs without a VHS player <laughs> or whatever. Right. And then, she, and then so I go to, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I have Disney movies. She's like, me too. I was like, are they VHS, like, you know, like, first ones out? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this was meant to be. And she has a VHS <laughs> player. So, um, yeah. so watch them. They don't even make VHS players anymore. But, no. um she somehow hunted one down that also played DVDs. 
So, hey, it works out. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, oh my god, how big is your VHS collection? Um, um, probably, like, with the Disney movies, I probably have anywhere from, like, like, somewhere, like, around 20-something, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just kind of, like, thinking of what I might have. I don't know. But maybe, like, around 15, 20? Yeah. VHS, um, tapes. And I think I even have the original, um, Little Mermaid uh the the controversial cover with the with the with the wiener on it <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have that yeah but that's like that's like the 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 castle or like the the yes, the, the castle looked like a penis yeah which i i think i think it is actually they just like disguised it they had some pervy people working for disney man but i mean Hey, I guess everybody needs an outlet. You know, some people drink, some people draw dicks. Good for them. <laughs> could be worse. They could be robbing banks. That's that's entirely <laughs> true. That's entirely true. Did you hear? Um, apparently, um, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, in the scene when I think that the oh god, Benny the car, like he crashes into the lamppost, and then like Jessica Rabbit and. Oh, Jesus. The detective. Oh, God, I can't believe I don't remember his name. Eddie. Eddie Valiant. Yeah. So when they fly out of the car, um, they fly off the car, there is a split second where you can see uh, Jessica Rabbit's uh, uh, vagina. Vajanya? Vajanya. <laughs> Her vajanya. Oh, wow. So she pulled a Britney then. <laughs> Apparently she was going commando. Wow, well, she's a cartoon. She doesn't need underwear. She has nothing to worry about. That's, that's absolutely true. It's just so funny. That's like one of those hidden jokes that, of course, like where they had to release it on DVD and then Blu-ray, they said, oh, no, no, we can't have that. She doesn't have a vagina. It's uh, it's skin or it's her leg. It's like their bottom. It's her thigh, not her. Not her vagina. So, so then did they... So was it before, like, actually her animated vagina? Like, it was. Was that... Was, it was, what? but it was like it was kind of like supposed to be like inside joke because it was like a frame, like just a frame of it. Just split second. A split second. But interestingly, though, and I didn't even know this until like I think I read this article on uh, Laser Time. Um, one of the guys, I think uh, Chris Antista, he is a huge fan of Roger Rabbit, so he knows like this extensive history about Roger Rabbit. So apparently, um, there was it wasn't just it wasn't just uh, just like a rabbit. It was also that apparently for a split second. And of course, he had the the image like clickable, so you could see it. Mm-hmm. Betty Boop, you can see her tit for a split second. Wow! In another well, like was... in another like hidden animator joke that unless you were really looking for it, you wouldn't have known or found it. I don't even know like how, like, I is that for authenticity's sake or is that just like. You know, no, no one's ever really seen yeah. Betty Boop's wow. tit before. Nobody's we should just ever... show it. Yeah. So the question that I have, and I'm, I'm curious, I, I might need to look this up. Go for it. But was Jessica Rabbit like full bush 70s or was she a shaven maven? I'm curious. I mean, she looks like a really classy lady, so I would assume she was a shaven maven. I mean, I would think, hmm. you know, well, what I'm just. Would the, what would the style have been in the 40s? You think in 40s women would have shaved their. No, sure. because it was actually like, I, I, it was 
I don't like it was just um, it was just I would imagine full bush you know because also too I think during that time when you during like childbirth if you were giving natural birth the doctors would shave you so they would sell these things called merkins you know what a merkin is that sounds really familiar, but I actually don't know what it so, is. So a merkin is basically, it's a wig for your vagina. <laughs> yeah. for your vagina. Yeah. Wait, what's the, <laughs> what's the purpose of a merkin? Well, to keep things looking normal. You know, it's it was it was it was a wig for that area. I don't know. I thought it, I think it's really weird, and I don't even know how I came across that knowledge. I'm just I'm full of just random <laughs> stuff that just I mean, it's good for podcasts and parties. <laughs> so there there you have it. So Merkin. So it's 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 a wig for your lady biz, but they mm. don't do that anymore. So. But, um, but yeah, that was during those times. Oh. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I would think possibly Jessica Rabbit would have been, you know, natural. Just put it nicely. I would think so. Of full 70s bush. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, I'm, pr- I'm sure that the joke was probably that she wasn't, but I'm pretty sure she, I mean, Someone of well, time probably Well, was in the 90s, right? Early 90s? Uh, I know this. 88. It was 88, I believe. 88. Okay, so it would have been maybe a little bushy, maybe a little trimmed. Maybe a it's little kind bit. of toss-up there, because things were beginning to evolve for the lady biz. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> <laughs> There's trends. There's trends. That's true. Uh, she, I mean, well, she was technically the femme fatale. Well, not she was designed um, to look like a femme fatale. And there's even like one scene where she actually like shoots somebody or yeah. t- tries to defend somebody from sh- tries to defend. I think Eddie Valiant. I think Doctor uh, Doctor Doom. God damn it! Wait, is his <laughs> name Doctor? Do- no, his name is not Doctor Doom. Judge Doom. Judge Doom. Judge, he was yes. trying to kill Eddie, and then I think Jessica. Uh, Stepped uh, in. Stopped him and scared him away and then shot the gun. Um, but <laughs> how did we get on this topic again? I don't know. I'm just, I I don't know. I'm just rolling with it. I'm just saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, um, let's go back a little bit. Let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because you said you've been doing retail for about 20 years. So how did you start? How'd you get started in retail? That's a, that's a very impressive career, honestly. Well, uh, it takes a lot of patience, and you have to know how to deal with people, which not a lot of people know how to do. I definitely um, don't. I'll admit it just now. I yeah, am very it's, impatient. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, I, I honestly, it, I started. Um, I started when I was about fifteen. I started working at beauty supply, and it. I just kind of stuck on that path when I was living in the South Bay, just working for a beauty supply. And then um, I ended up getting into management for that, you know, particular, you know, um, you know, for for beauty supply retail. And um, and then I was like, okay, I need to get out of this. It's not really I don't see a future in it. I'm not going anywhere. So when I moved to um, San Francisco, I was actually originally I was going to school for um, 
uh, sociocultural anthropology. Sociocultural anthropology. Hmm. Yes. Um, And, of course, with a focus on beauty, um, beauty (laughs) rituals throughout the ages. And um, I started working for... I ended up working for the company that I'm with now as seasonal. And then the manager who I had at the time, she was, she was amazing. And, um, she kind of was, she, she got me to see like all the good possibilities for working for this company. And I fell in love with the culture of the company and just what we do, what we stand for, what we sell. And, um, I just, I stuck with it. And then I wound up in management, even though that was not what I wanted to do. Um, and so, you know, they really take care of me. I, you know, I, this is, it's, it's my career and I'm really fortunate. And also too, it's the higher end of retail. It's considered like luxury goods. So mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm solid. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I like it. it. makes me happy. And I love my coworkers. Oh my God. Sometimes I wish, I wish like, we could get followed around with a camera. <laughs> like, just the shenanigans that ensue, it's just, oh my god. And then my boss, she's so funny. She's like, it's like basically, it's like working with myself. Hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm crazy and weird, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you know, we keep it professional when needed, um, right. and we work hard and we play hard. So it's it, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, The Simpsons again. Uh, when they're at the at the steel mill, and oh, Homer, yes, and Homer realizes it's a gay steel mill, and then the guy says, yes. "We work hard, we play hard." <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden the disco ball drops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what happens. Um, (laughs) Joked about having a disco ball in the store Um, at both locations that I worked. I was like, we really need a disco ball. Like, I think that would just really bring people in. And then we get a DJ, and then we serve Cosmos. Oh, that'd be so cool. Oh, you guys would would stand out so. Like, I don't think anybody else does that. Because they're too scared. Um, they think it's like too good of an idea. It's like, oh, we'll bring too many customers <laughs> in. We gotta, we gotta hold back a little bit. Um, Nordstrom actually does like a, they do like a, like an exclusive thing, where you have to be like a certain level of a customer, and they'll serve you like champagne, and you just shop, and that's actually really smart. Huh. I'm all about that. Yeah, because drinky drinky means <laughs> buy more, buy more. <laughs> 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 yeah, but that, that, that kind of sounds a little bit like first class and then like business class and then like economy like on a plane or something it's like economy would be us serving like ritz crackers and paps blue blue ribbon <laughs> but regardless they're those they'll probably buy something like maybe like a lip balm but that's like you know, a few dollars more than we would have had before. Right. So, hey, bring on the Pabst. Hey, I mean, well, I, I, I would if I, I liked beer. I don't like beer at all, actually. Yeah, yeah I think there's some beer, some beers better than others. Um, yeah, but, you know, 
liquor gets the job done, and you can make it taste good if you want. Yeah, well, I, most of the time, if I'm gonna, if I'm, I don't know, if, if I feel like if I'm gonna damage my own body, I better make sure I'm enjoying it. This what? is true. <laughs> this is true. Like, I think, yeah, I, I think you have a really good point there. <laughs> she says that she's drinking her sweet tea slash vodka. <laughs> it's actually just um, kiwi strawberry zero calorie drink and vodka. That sounds amazing. It's really good. Um, I'm. I was basically trying to kill off the rest of my alcohol so <laughs> that I don't drink for December. Nice. Yeah. So that's my goal. But you know what? It's seven forty-eight. The night is young. I think I'm gonna have some beer delivered to me. But I'm gonna see what the specials <laughs> are on post. I think last time I also had food delivered to me, right? You did. Uh, was it McDonald's? Yes, it was McDonald's. It was I'm McDonald's. such a disgusting human being. I'm the epitome of what America is. Like, <laughs> sitting on my ass, looking at my phone, ordering McDonald's. <laughs> America. Home of that. Home of the Big Mac. Uh, Home the, of the Big Mac. The creator, the inventor of the Big Mac uh, died recently. And you're not going to believe how old he was. Do you want to guess how old he was? 89. Flip those numbers around, actually. 98? 90 fucking 8. The creator of the Big Mac. Wow. 98. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. Although I'm sure it exploded with cholesterol. <laughs> it's a really? Bit... 98. Wow. 98. Wow, and I noticed over the years the Big Mac actually got smaller. Or maybe yes, it did. Did they? I think it did. Cheap asses. I, I mean, I've had a Big Mac like I think three times in my life. I, it's not. I haven't really gone to McDonald's in a while. And if my brother listens to this podcast, he'll probably kick my ass for even mentioning McDonald's. <laughs> He's a health nut. Well, he's not a health nut, but he's, like, health conscious, I should say that. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I would think, especially the first time I got a Big Mac, because I think my dad was just, I was just with my dad, at, um, and we were just, there was this McDonald's near his job, and we just decided, mm -hmm. let's go, let's go, um, let's go to McDonald's, it's been a while, and let's not tell your brother. <laughs> uh, yes. And then I got a Big Mac, and I was like, I can just, like, I can hold this with one hand. Like, I don't even need, like, used it with a burger, I need two hands. So, like, a fucking Big Mac. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, it's lying. It's like, a, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, a, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not really big anymore. No. Or, 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 chew on this. Go for it. Did we get bigger? <gasps> did we get bigger? Maybe we did. It has been 30 years. Did, did we grow? I th I think when we were little, we thought the Big Mac was huge. Right. Well, I think the person, the people to ask, might be our parents. Hmm. My dad might know the answer to that. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here's the question of the night. Go for it. Okay. So, um, I'm I'm ordering. Okay. I'm looking at I'm looking at booze. Okay. So I have <laughs> options. Okay. All right. All right. So, beer, liquor, or wine? Ooh, it's a Friday night. I would go with wine. Wine? Same wine? Well, actually, we have wine. 
Oh. Damn. But I only really like a particular kind of wine. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ew, gross. Mm. Corbel extra dry champagne. Um, no thanks. Ew. I was going for something else, and they don't have a selection of sparkling wines. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Do they have rosé? Hashtag drunk white girl. <laughs> <laughs> never I don't even know what that brand is rosé it's like it's like a sweet it's a sweet wine I no that's like instant like acid reflux oh, no man. I'm good well you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna order I'm gonna get beer okay I'm looking at Stella Artois Ooh. Ooh, the, the blue moon oh man oh Oh, decisions. Mm. Oh, but there's Paps 24 pack for 20 bucks. Holy shit. I don't know. I think that's a lot of beer, and that would make me look like an alcoholic. So I'm going to go for the Stella because I'm sophisticated. All right, there we go. That's perfect. I'm gonna, it is. I, you know, I think it's a good decision that I just made. And um, there we go. Nice. I just have to switch my card. <laughs> to my new one, excellent! Yay! There we go. Uh, what, what is um? Okay, I've tried, I've tried Blue Moon before. I don't remember what it was. I think it was like, what the fuck did we drink? It was like some kind of ale or something. I don't remember. What's the what's the what is still out to taste like? Um, it's just it's just um it's just a light beer. It's light and crisp and delicious, yeah. and it's free delivery. <gasps> Even better. I love free delivery, and it'll get here at E27. Nice. Excellent. All right. <laughs> I'm going to get my night started. And by night started, I mean after this podcast, I have to do laundry. Because <laughs> my room is a, a total shit show right now. And, you know, I feel like when you're an adult, you know, you want to have a good time, but you want to get stuff done. Yeah. So what you end up doing is you end up you end up drinking and doing laundry, but then halfway through, you fall asleep. <laughs> and I am known for drinking while doing laundry. Does I end it, up getting distracted. Does it make the time pass by like more quickly, or is it just... It does. It makes it fun. It makes it an adventure, <laughs> and it makes it a challenge. And I like a good challenge. So, drunk laundry. Drunk laundry. I haven't tried that before. Yes. I try not to do it too often, but um, <laughs> but like whenever I'm doing laundry, like my friends will ask me, like, "So have you been drinking?" And I'm like, "Not this time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have really bad ADD. Like, I just I end up getting really distracted. So, um, so yeah. She so says I, she looks my, away from the screen right now. Yes, what? <laughs> oh my god, it's a pug! Like, Where? Converse oh, in my closet, it's my, my stuffed pug, but um, today I was I was telling a story to my co-workers, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my god! And then everybody got scared and jumped, I was like, oh my god, it's a pug! And I ran out the door, and they're like, they're like, is, is she, she's our boss, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. 
Oh, but everybody knows like how much how much I love pugs. So pugs or like you know ugly weird smash face dogs. <laughs> that that's my jam. Like you know it's if it's a face so ugly that a mother could love, I'm all over it. <laughs> Which explains most of my ex boyfriends. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that because they'll be listening. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know how po- I don't know how popular this podcast is. Is it even popular? I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, one will be listening. Sean. Sean will definitely be listening. Yeah, <laughs> he'll definitely be it, listening. It, was, it wasn't about about you, Sean. You're very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be listening. Oh, he'll he'll be listening. He it's will so, be. So... I think I, I I tried to do a podcast with him the other night, but I ended up just. It, it didn't work. We just ended up just like chit chatting and just shooting the shit, yeah. catching up basically. So it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It'd been a while since we since we talked. So um, I, it's so funny, like how I think uh, when my when I uh, went my podcast with Slammerkin, uh, I talk I told the story about how I uh, for a spring break. I think it was like one of the early spring breaks in my college career i didn't really mm-hmm. know anybody didn't really talk to anybody so i just kind of locked myself in my room for a week and then i finally decided oh. you know what i can't i can't say this was my whole spring break i have to do something so i spent 43 dollars on an italian plate like a plate like <laughs> a what a plate of what it was like i don't remember it was like i think it was like scallions or something it was like a 43 dollar 43 dollar plate and i've been getting constant shit on twitter I'm uh, making that what? decision. But I, mean, I, I don't think I don't think that's a bad thing. I I I I wouldn't have done it unless I had like if I didn't do this, then I would have just spent my entire spring break just in my room the whole time. So I needed to do something like extravagant and just like not normal. So I could just say, I did that one thing. And then that's the only thing I yeah. told everybody. I didn't tell everybody, oh, I was depprised for the entire weekend while you were probably like, oh, <laughs> you were no. vacationing in Cancun or something. I don't know what people do. Well, here's the thing, too. I, I feel like it's like you need time to decompress. And that's your way of decompressing. You know, you don't feel like, you know, destroying your liver and <laughs> God knows what else. You know, <laughs> You were just decompressing and you wanted to do something nice for yourself. I like to do that too. I'll take myself out to dinner and sometimes I'll spend anywhere from 50 to 75 bucks on just on just me because yeah. I can and yeah. because I'm too tired to do anything else. But exactly. I want to say that I did something and I did something nice. So, <laughs> you know, they're giving you shit for shame. <laughs> for shame. <laughs> That's not oh, a, it's not, yeah. not a big deal. I mean... Out of context, it does sound like a pretty douchey thing to do, but like with context and me explaining, well, if I didn't do this, then I would have just been masturbating the whole time. I, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, like I said, people need to find ways to decompress. Exactly. So and if you, you want to do that, good for you. <laughs> and in subsequent spring breaks, I met more people and I was more sociable, so I never had to spend $43 on a plate of scallions or whatever it was. On an Italian plate. It was worth it, though, and it was delicious, but... Uh, that was that was then, and this is now. And this is now, yes. And you know what? If you want to spend close to fifty dollars on food, hey, 
more power to you. Exactly. I support you. I thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we should take our break because we've been talking for 40 minutes and I forgot to say we should take a break. <laughs> now we're taking a break. Uh, but when we come back, more with the lovely Lisa Ruelas. Yay! Yay! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. And we're back. Uh, taking this back in is I like you so I like you so much better when you're naked by Ida Maria. Yeah, I like the song. It's a catchy tune, and I feel like it's the theme song for my mid thirties. <laughs> yes, um, I, I I I think it is. Yes, and. Um, all the all of my mishaps with online dating. Oh God! Don't even get me started on online. Oh, I just started it like a couple months ago, and mm. um, technically things haven't been so bad yet. But the one thing I can't help but bring up right now is that I think I was like reading someone's profile. It was like this cute little little excuse me cute white girl <laughs> excuse me white woman <laughs> oh god okay harkening back a little bit to the conversation we were having earlier but never mind yeah. a white woman <laughs> uh, legal of age oh god i'm going too far it was a white woman and <laughs> what the fuck is wrong a caucasian a, a young caucasian lady <sighs> yes um she's really cute uh, but i read her profile and um Everything was fine. Everything was fine. And I was like, okay, cool. Laughs a little bit. That's fine. A little bit um, dedicated to work. That's fine. Christian, you know what? That's, uh, I can work with that. I can work with that. That's fine. Yes. At the very bottom, though, at the very, very bottom, it said prefers white people. Prefers dating white people. And it's like, well, um, I mean, you're pretty white yourself, so I can see why you would just prefer white people. But I think you could give me a chance, couldn't you? I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm, I dress like a white person, so I think that's pretty close. <laughs> I just couldn't believe. I mean, I know that you have to have some preferences, but it's like you don't know. How to op- you don't have to be open about the race, the, well, the ethnicity shit. You don't have to be open about that. It's just, I mean, you tell. Maybe you like tell at the dates and then say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I prefer white people." I don't know. It's just like. Or, or she could just, you know, I mean, just ignore people's messages of people that she doesn't really like. Exactly. She could do that too. Exactly. A lot of people do that. 
Yeah, I think on uh, which which site were you on? OkCupid. Okay, yeah, I was on OkCupid okay for a little bit, and then I did plenty of fish, and then I paid for a profile <laughs> um, for for Match.com, and that was really sad. I paid eighty dollars. Oh fuck. Yeah, I I went on one date with this guy who I thought was pretty cute. Yeah. Um, turns out that his pictures were from five years ago, and he <laughs> he was he was younger than me. He was like in his like really early thirties. Yeah. I met up with him. Holy shit! <laughs> he looked older than me. Yeah. And um, his teeth had like this like black thing going on. What? And he didn't talk. Yeah, his teeth were black. Ew. He looked much older, and he wasn't talking. He was staring off into the distance. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to carry this conversation. Fuck him. He he needs to learn how to open his mouth and speak. He asked me out. He needs to just man up and just talk to me. But no, like it got weird. So the weirder it got, the more I drank, and I had to get shit-faced to deal with him. Oh, my God. And... I was so drunk that when I was on my way home, I texted him. No, I didn't text him. I was smart. It was all communication on, on Match.com. Yeah. And um, I reached out to him. I was like, oh, my God. Sorry, I got, like, so drunk. But let's, let's <laughs> do you over. And he was like, yeah, for sure. And then I just stopped responding to him. He was like, what's wrong? Did I do something? I was like, oh, I just got, like, really busy. You know, like. What's wrong? You know, was, that, was I not paying enough attention? Was I paying too much attention to you? Or I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. But like, like, he just, it was just. I, what do you mean? What did, what, what did I do wrong? Or, like, what went wrong? Like. Was yeah. it fucking there? Like he just he could not carry a conversation. And but the awesome thing about that date was so we so we went to this um Spanish restaurant called um was it? oh Picaro. And Picaro. it was traditional like Spanish food. They had sangria, they had like tapas oh, and um they had asked us to move because they wanted to use our table to accommodate for a larger party and they were like the waiter is awesome. Like whenever I go there, he usually waits on us. And he was like, um, he's like, we'll give you a free carafe of sangria. So I was like, all right, I'm game. I'll move wherever. And um, <laughs> so pretty much I drank most of it to oh, it's deal a drink. with the it's a, it's a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's like it's wine with it's like a sweet red wine. I wait, sweet red. It's like it's like a it's red wine with uh, fruit that they let kind of marinate and chill, so the wine Ooh. gets sweet. And um, oh, that sounds amazing. So yeah, it was it was delicious. So it it was just it was a weird a weird date. And then <laughs> um, I basically I was like, nope, can't do this. Uh, so I mean, I'm still talking to somebody I met on on one of the dating sites, but I just I got so fed up and I got just so overwhelmed with. All the weird messages and just all, like, the stupid shit I was dealing with with online dating. <laughs> so I deleted them. I was, like, I was on a roll. Right. And um, I, I deleted them. So one of them still remains. Um, and he seems he seems okay. I'm just, you know, waiting yeah. it out. Yeah. See what happens. Not expecting too much. Can't really expect a lot. So... <laughs> Um, I'm just kind of going with the flow at the moment. Yeah. So, 
we'll see what um, what the future brings. Yeah. And if you've got the interns of it, I mean, oh well, I'll just go back to my solitary nun-like lifestyle, which I'm okay with too. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Kind of sad, but honestly, I really, I really enjoy my own company and the company of, of my friends. So, I mean, that's all I really need in life is, yeah. you know, like a handful of really good friends to just chill with. And yeah, yeah I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, 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 I respect people a lot when, when they can, they can be okay with being single. I am getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, I'm not quite okay with being single, but I, I'm trying to get more used to the idea and uh, feel like there's a lot of pressure from, well, I mentioned the podcast before and I've talked to Sean about it as well, that I have mm-hmm. some anxiety and depression, uh, occasional depression. It's not like a frequent thing, but anxiety definitely is a more constant thing. I think that mm-hmm. feels like those those like two factors kind of influence my decision making and I feel like... Um, I feel, I feel like it feels like it kind of pressures me into trying to like not be single just because I go well yeah you know everybody else is dating somebody right now like I should be dating somebody like why isn't anybody dating me like I start asking myself all these questions and it's like N- I'm asking the wrong questions that's not even what I should even be looking for and um I would say more but I there's like some stuff I just can't mention on this podcast because <laughs> it's too soon all good all good so yeah um yeah, dating is well it's the thing is i i don't I haven't even like experienced dating really i've like scratched okay. the surface of it scratch the surface of it well let me tell you it gets <laughs> weird and complicated that's what i figured that's what i figured yeah yeah it gets weird and complicated especially if you jump into something too soon um then you're just like oh what the hell am i doing i'm stuck with this crazy fucking person how am i gonna back out okay maybe i'll just stop i'll stop responding to their texts or maybe you know and i've been wrangled into relationships and it's not fun because it's like you don't you don't really know them and then you're in this committed relationship so you feel obligated to stick it through Mm -hmm. and you're just it's like you're seeing all the crazy come out and um you know it's just it's it's not good so i've i've learned to you know i was single i think kind of by choice kind of not by choice for a really long time um for the first time i'd really got my soul turned inside out like in 2012 and um yeah it was it was it basically it destroyed me, but in a sense, it gave me the opportunity to rebuild myself. And I was right. so shell shocked that I didn't date. I didn't like nothing like lifestyle of a nun. And um, and I was okay with it. And then when I would try to reach out and try to kind of date, it just it just wasn't that great. Like I really had no interest in um, – in engaging with the opposite sex in right. that way. Right. And um, I was I was okay with it, but then I started to feel like, okay, I need to do something to be kind of normal. So I would try to get out there, and then I'm like, nope, I can't do this. And then for a year, um, I dated somebody who was, we, we'd worked together. He is an amazing person. He was just, he's great. 
Um, we did it for a year, but things started to fizzle out on my end, and mm-hmm. I had to break up with him in May. And I still feel really bad, and he really can't fully understand why I broke up with him. He's thinking that there's sort of there's some sort of external factor, like I was seeing somebody else, or you know, I just had a lot going on, and I just I couldn't be in a relationship, and I felt like on my end, like the chemistry just just failed right and so he beat himself up for a long time over oh it and gosh. he probably still does yeah. he's he's a wonderful person and i fear that our friendship might have been ruined but i think i'll i'll reach out to him at you know at another time but you know i i didn't date any i didn't start dating until probably like august august i started dating and just kind of seeing what was out there um and i I don't know. Who knows? I might go back to my shell soon, but, (laughs) but I mean, honestly, like I was single for a really long time. And before that I was a serial dater. Right. So prior to 2012, I was a serial dater. I was never alone. Most of the relationships, I think approaching, I think in the late two thousands, I was kind of wrangled into it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but being single like I really got to find out who I was Mm -hmm. and be comfortable in my own skin and and I really learned to love myself like because when you're constantly in the presence of someone else like it's almost like um like you just aren't even thinking about yourself because you're focused on someone else right and so you kind of neglect you know you know you kind of you know neglect the things that you like the things that you want to do and now I just I I really love being alone. I really do cuz I can do whatever I want. Right. I mean, you go to the movies, right? Yeah. If you go with your significant other, it's like a battle of what you want to watch. <laughs> and when you're single, it's like I'm just going to go to movies by myself and I'm going to watch whatever I want. Same thing when it goes to, you know, going out to dinner. Right. There are so many people who are not comfortable going to the movies alone or going to dinner alone. Yeah. And I'm like, and they think I'm weird. I'm like, I think you're weird because you don't know how to be alone. Right. Like you, you need, you're fucking needy. You are <laughs> fucking needy. Get over yourself. Go do something by yourself. So... Yeah, that's my stance on being single and dating. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it so funny though? Like how it's always like those like really intense, um, br- like breakdowns of like relationships that like to cause us like to really cause that self reflection in ourselves. It's just I had something like that happen, and I felt like I had to build myself back up for like almost like a a year because of that and yeah it still hurts not gonna lie about that it still hurts again not gonna yeah. go into details because no reason to do that <laughs> i also mm-hmm. know that i'm young and i'm stupid and i'm naive and i'm allowed to make as many well not allowed to make as many mistakes as possible but i am allowed to remind myself that i'm gonna make a lot of mistakes this is just one of, that was just one of those well it's just you know Eventually, I love myself, and I hope that's sooner rather than later, but at the same time, it's not really something I can just do. It can't just be something that just appears, like a magic trick. It's just like, boom, there you go, your depression and anxiety is gone. It's just, it's just something I just have to work on constantly. Same yeah, goes on. It's, 
yeah, it's going to be an ongoing process and, um, you know, learning how to deal with those things constructively, you know, that's where kind of therapy comes into play. I've probably have close to like 20 years on and off of like, of like seeing therapists. So I've been lucky enough to get a lot of tools from these therapists and learning how to deal with really tough situations. And, um, also, you know, like the whole thing of like being alone too. Um, I used to get bored really easily, mm-hmm. like really easily. Now I don't get bored. I just, I don't get bored. I can be indoors all day, like just binging on <laughs> shows and ordering food. Well, that's kind of sad. Actually, I think that would be categorized as depression, <laughs> but it makes me happy. It makes me really happy, no, you know? It, no, because well, if it makes you happy, I, I don't think that's depression. No, but like clinically, if a therapist was looking at that, they'd be like, huh, you need to go outside. I think you're depressed. But here's <laughs> the thing. Even if I'm not alone, I'll do that with my friends. We will lay in bed or lay on the couch and binge watch TV yeah. and get takeout and take naps. You know, I really feel like your really good friends, they'll take naps with you. Oh, that'd be nice. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think when was it? I went to my friend Christina's house not too long ago and we took a nap. Because that's what we do. That's how we (laughs) We nap. I love you, Christina. And Paula, too. My friend Paula. We nap. That's what we do. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, what kind of shows uh have you been binging recently um right now i'm on um on true blood it takes me a while to get into shows like a long time like when they're first out i'll watch like the first few episodes right and then i get bored and then <laughs> oh no but now it's like now that everything is like streaming it's i can go and watch it whatever yeah. so i've been People have been peer pressuring me into watching Game of Thrones, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait till I'm done with True Blood because I feel like that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's about yeah, the same what do you want? length yeah. of show. So. Yeah, it's long. It's about an yeah, hour, what are you? 40 minutes or something? Yeah, almost an hour. Yeah. So, yes. Um, what are you watching right now? Uh, oh, what am I watching right now? Uh, movies. I, I watch movies. <laughs> uh, I. I am borrowing someone's Netflix account, but I just have not had a chance to uh, watch anything because I feel like it's too much of a time commitment. But of a movie, it's just like 80 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours. It's like, okay, I can put that in my schedule. But like a TV show, yeah. oh, God, I really do want to watch Breaking Bad. I really want to watch Luke Cage. I've heard good things about. I want to watch Master of None. I want to watch Lady Dynamite. I want to watch the new season of Bojack Horseman, the new third season. Um, oh. Fuck, what else? Uh something else i don't remember there's a lot of netflix shows i want to watch um but um you know what actually and my brother is going to be very happy to hear this there's an anime i've been watching on and off and it's only 13 episodes short mm-hmm. have started it six months ago mm-hmm. 10 episodes in just need three four more episodes i have just have trying to fucking schedule time to watch this fucking show and i now at this point i have to just rewatch the whole thing because i don't remember what had happened in the previous episodes ah uh, what uh what uh what anime is it uh joshiraku oh 
I've honestly, I've been out of the anime game for close to like 10 years now. Um, I used to be really into it. Um, the last, um, the last anime that I watched was Serial Experiment Slain. Have you seen it? I've never even heard of it. What? Serial Experiment Slain. It is amazing. I wish I, do I even have the DVD still? But it's, it's really good. It's kind of, it has like this very like dark, like undertone to it. And it's about this girl who ends up, um, becoming, what do they call it? A specter, uh. Wait, an experiment. They called it. It's called Serial Experiment Slain, and they called the internet something else. Um, it has to do with the internet, and basically um, humanity and the internet becoming one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. It's really good in how like the internet is like this omnipresent kind of being, or like there's. Ugh, you just you have to watch it. It's really good. How long? How long is it? I don't even remember how many episodes it is. Um, I, I want to say it's maybe all, like around like 13 to 15. Hold it's... on. Let me see here. Um, but I really like it. Serial experiments. Like something, like something I would watch. It's it's um, how many episodes? Come on. Why are you so slow? It's. Um, 13 episodes. Oh, perfect. Um, I could probably... Yeah. I could watch that. Yeah, and it's, um, it came out in 2000. Mm, it's, uh, let me see wow. here. Overview. An adolescent girl develops a unique connection to the virtual reality network. Oh, it's known as The Wired. They call it The Wired. The That's Wired. what it was. Okay. Yeah, and um, genres, cyberpunk, psychological horror, science fiction, duh, uh, <laughs> drama, mystery, yeah. So it's um, it's really good. I, I, I actually, I used to watch um, a lot of anime on um, public television, yeah. uh, TH, Channel 54, Science Fiction Sunday, Ooh. and um, that's how I ended up getting into... Um, anime like what, what kind of shows do you remember watching i'm guessing like probably the gundam shows were probably one of the ones or, um or yeah more, yeah more for, obscure anime. um so no yeah so so that was on there for a little bit too but also um neon gen uh neon genesis evangelion oh. um tenchi muyo um all the different ones and um there's also another one too what was it? I don't remember, but I just I spent um, I just spent a lot of time just watching science fiction Sundays, and but they could only get so much funding for it because it was pretty expensive. Probably. And um, so they would also switch it off between that, um, Doctor Who. Oh, um, nice. But but before um, the reboot. Right. And um, what else? Oh, Red Dwarf. It's kind of like a spoof. Yeah, yeah. Red Dwarf is really funny, and um, it was kind of a spoof on all like the, you know, it's a technically a spoof on Star Trek, pretty much. Yeah. Um, with you know that dry British humor. Right. So, um, so yeah, so it was it was really good. Oh, and then also, um, Robot Wars before Sci-Fi picked it up. Sci-Fi the channel. Also sounds familiar, but it's not. 
it's, it's not uh, the light bulb's not flashing in my head as much. Yeah, it was when it was still um, when the BBC was still doing it, um, like in the '90s, and um, one of the characters, or well, one of the actors from Red Dwarf, was actually the host of it. I forget oh, wow. his name. He's really funny. Um, but um, but yeah, so that's how I got into all things nerdy, and I didn't come out of the nerd closet until I was like an adult. <laughs> so. Because I was already being bullied in junior high and elementary school. And finally oh. in high school, I got a little bit of social clout. And I'm like, I'm holding on to this. Right. I'm not going to let it go. And then, you know, afterwards I was like, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm a huge nerd. I've been a nerd, huge nerd right under your nose the whole time. You had no idea. <laughs> Just disguised as like, you know, like a cool stoner chick. But I'm not. <laughs> Wolf in sheep's clothing. I fooled you all. <laughs> why, did, uh, why, did, why, did, why did people bully you in elementary school, junior high? Um, well, because my clothes weren't cool, um, and I, I think I still have a really nasally voice. I was always sick, Aww. and and I was like one of the skinniest kids in school, so everybody thought that they could like pick on me and bully me. Um, but then I left for, um, I left for eighth grade and my cousin was like, all right, you look pathetic. We got to do something with you. So I started off the new school year in like whatever clothes were in the trend and, um, wearing makeup. My signature was my, my like cat, my, my winged liner. And um, so that was like my thing. And then I halfway through freshman year, I moved back to um, to my hometown and everybody was like, oh, my God, like what happened to Lisa? Like, whoa. <laughs> and then like they were trying to be nice and be my friends. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. I'm gonna fuck s- you. Like, fuck you. I'm going to steal your boyfriend because I can. <laughs> But um, I was still able to get, like, my nerd outlet out a little bit. Um, I was in theater, and I did choir for three years. Um, but, so, you know, I am I mean, I, I got to do, you know, my thing, you know, a little bit on the DL. And, um, but yeah, and I was still watching Science Fiction Sundays on public television. <laughs> That's really cool. Um yeah, I think. Uh, why did people bully me? Let's see. I, <laughs> I was a little bit. I, I mean, I mean, you can maybe you'll be surprised, or maybe it won't surprise you at all. But I was a very hyperactive kid. Um, in fact, my neighbors, uh, they would usually call me. They would call me crazy kid or hyper kid. Oh yeah, I had ADD too, ADHD. <laughs> I think I, I think that's why I got bullied too. I was <laughs> yeah, I was all over the place. Um. Yeah, so well, I don't know if it was AD, it was ADHD. I think it was just I, I just, I just, I don't know. I had an outlet for my uh, zaniness. I was tried. I think it tried too hard to be funny to some people, and I think maybe it just, like, turned people off or something. I think there was one time I think that there was some guys that chased me into the bathroom, and then I somehow tricked them. Like I like I pushed the stall door open, like pushed them away, and then like I ran out. And I don't know. I think there was like some people that actually like, tried to beat me up once. Or they were going to threaten me, and then I just played dead. Like, I just passed out. <laughs> I just passed out. Or pretended you, to pass out. You played possum. I played possum. That's what it was. And and they just, like, 
what the fuck do we do? Well, they didn't say fuck, but this is like, imagine these 10 year olds like, like looking around, it's like, what, what do we like? What do we, and they just like, they just ran off or something. Cause I pretend, cause I pretend to play dead or something. Hey, you know what? I think that was a smart thing to do. <laughs> a lot of animals do that in the wild. That's so true. your animal instincts kicked in and it worked. Bingo. Bingo. Yes. Um, oh, okay. This, this is, <laughs> this is when I learned. Well, okay. I don't know. For some reason, like bullies, I, I mean, I didn't mind that so much. I kind of just like, oh, this is just part of the ecosystem of being a child. It's just, there's just some people that's going to really, really hate you, but that's okay. But this is when I, this is when I learned what assholes were. Um, so I had a crush on the on a, on a, on a Filipino a Filipino girl. Um, she's really cute. She was really cute. She's probably still really cute. Never mind. I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because it was just this feeling that I was like growing inside of me, and I'd never had it before. I just had to tell someone about it. So I told this really fat guy. Um, like we we're just in class. Uh, I don't. I think we we're reading something, or we had to read something quietly, and I just told this one guy. They said, "Oh my god, I have a crush on," blah blah blah. So don't tell anybody. Five fucking seconds later, five fucking seconds later, he blurted it out to the whole fucking class. And I, I, I hope he's an, he's a, I hope he's become a model citizen now. I don't mean to imply that I'm still mad at him. I'm just imply. I'm just saying that that was the first time I knew what assholes were. Oh, man. I hate... Yeah, no. Yeah, kids that age are just... They're just... They're dicks. They're just... They're like... They're just mean. They're and... Worst. Nasty. Like, I... Oh, man. Like, <laughs> I just, just want to, like, punch him in the face. Seriously. Like, they're just... They're like... They're just, like, tiny assholes walking around being assholes to everybody. It's like... It's, they have no filter. Yeah, man, I, I, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> happened. What was it? I, so I think it was, oh, junior high. This was the most embarrassing thing, right? So I finally have a decent group of friends, right? Right. And we used to write letters back and forth to each other. Aww. And so I had, I had this crush on this guy. He was Kevin. And, <laughs> Kevin. Um, Kevin. And um, I had a huge crush on him. Like, I think because for, like, a brief moment, he was, like, nice to me. And I was like, wow, he's, like, so cute when he's nice. Yeah. And um, I wrote a letter to my friend Marlene. That's a, that was our form of communication before texting on cell phones. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, Kevin is, like, so cute. Kevin's a god. And... Marlene was on the bleachers in the field reading my letter. Kevin comes around. Oh, fuck. Because he was like picking on Marlene. You know how boys do. I mean, you can't really take it seriously. And he starts picking on Marlene. He grabs a letter from her. <gasps> he reads it. Oh. And then oh. so I'm I'm on my way to class and um, I'm on my way to class and he like runs by me and he's like oh kevin's god and i was like fuck you so i grab him and i kind of drag him over to the girl's bathroom and then i literally push him into the girl's bathroom wow i think i got in trouble for that i don't remember but yeah (laughs) um and then yeah and then i ended up 
and then Kevin went to high school with me for a little bit, and we we were cool, you know, like. Um, and then he just disappeared into obscurity. So I don't know wherever hmm. you are, Kevin Conley. Hi, from San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like you that way anymore. But if you want to be friends, I'm cool with that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. I, I just I just remembered another thing. Uh, in sixth grade, when I when I moved um, when I moved from one middle school to another middle school, and I moved from the uh, Los Angeles middle school to a Inglewood middle school, I remember that again the kids would pick they they picked on me. I think they called me a or something. <gasps> I think they or they Picks. called me gay or something. I don't remember, but they were like I guess because I was the new guy and I, I was smart, so of course they would they would they would try to. Because they're threatened. Because they're dumb. That's probably what it was. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason, I didn't take their shit. Like, in, the, in like previously I did, and I just kind of just, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, I guess that's just what it is. For some reason, this time, I just immediately, like, went to the counselor's office, or, like, I tattled mm. on them. Well, tattled, I don't know. I, I, um, goddamn it, snitched on them. Told them. Yeah. These people, they said this to me, and then they just left me alone for the rest of middle school, which is fine because I hated them anyway. I didn't want to be friends with them, and they clearly didn't want to be friends with me, so fine, whatever. I, I'm just going to draw my really shitty drawings in the back. And <laughs> in the, like at lunchtime, when people are lining up for lunch, I'm just going to get my lunch, and I'm going to just draw. And I don't, I don't even know where those drawings are. I think they're gone. I think they're. Either they got watered out or they got burnt or something. I don't know. It's too bad. They got lost in time. Lost in time. That's that's what happened to them. Disappeared into lost the ether. Time. Yes, into the ether. <laughs> into yes. the ether. Like my virginity. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say the same, but that hasn't happened to me yet. <coughs> That's okay. There's a lot of people who are who are waiting. Like, there's not so much social pressure these days. That's true. Okay. That's true. And it's honestly, if you really think about it, it's kind of a disgusting, gross act of exchange <laughs> of bodily fluids. That's fucking nasty. That's true. it's gross. It is true. gross, and gross things happen during sex. So you know what? You're saving yourself a lot of gross things from happening. Yes! 
kind of beard is that? I got Stella. Stella! Stella! <laughs> Stella! Sorry, that's the obvious. <laughs> I've already made that reference three fucking times on this podcast. <laughs> I love, I love, I love, uh, I love Marlon Brando. He was an asshole, but he was, he was a damn was. fine actor. Yes. And in this rendition of, uh, a streetcar named Alcoholic, um, <laughs> I'm going to be savoring this delicious beer <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you actually read uh, a streetcar named desire before i have not but i did see the movie um and it was interesting i don't really remember too much of it i, I it takes me a few times to see a movie to really let it sink in yeah um but i have not read the book it was Oh, maybe I don't know if it's indicative of the quality or not, but I think it was one of the few books in high school that I actually enjoyed analyzing. Oh, I think everything else yeah. felt like a slog, or it felt just obligatory. But *Streetcar Named Desire*, I think I actually, I think I actually finished the whole play before we were supposed to, because in high school you're not supposed to read a little bit of the play, just so yeah. you can catch up with the lesson plan that the teachers set up, which is fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. And then some of those. Uh, those, uh, I don't know. First, not, it's not first achievers. Overachievers, they'll read the whole damn thing, and their paper's gonna be an A plus because they're perfect in every way. Because they're dicks. Because <laughs> they're dicks. But um, <laughs> yeah, Stuka and the Desire was the only one that I actually read, um, and enjoyed, and enjoyed like because nowadays I enjoy analyzing movies. I've done that on the podcast mm-hmm. before, but books, books for some reason I don't. The barrier between me and books, like it's it's starting to get like the barrier is starting to get bigger. Like mm-hmm. I, I I was reading um, the sequel to uh, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the, what the fuck is that book called? I have it. It's it's the one that that was that recent. Wait, was was there? I think the author she ended up finally publishing like another book. Yeah. Not too long ago, I don't remember what book that was. Uh, to was, set a watchman. To set a watchman. Okay. Um, and I think it was. I think it was the last thing she published. I, I don't remember if it was published posthumously, um, but uh, I started it and I was enjoying it. But books, I think it's just books that just they just don't appeal to me as much anymore. And I feel bad because I know that this, yeah. like, one of the few things that you don't necessarily need technology to enjoy. Yeah. Like for a movie, I still like I would need my laptop to watch it, or like good VHS or a DVD, well, DVD player, or like I would have yeah. to go pay like a movie like eh, like nine bucks to go see it by myself. But a book is just you know like you just plop down, and you just read it. But I, I just I don't I don't know if it's the attention span or if it's just it's just the format just isn't appealing to me. And I think that's what it is. I think it's the format is no longer appealing considering that we have all this technology all around us now. That kind of, you know, like our imagination has kind of, it's kind of at a standstill now, I feel possibly as a society. It's sad. <laughs> Except for my friend Mari. My friend Mari, she is a bibliophile. Oh, nice. Like, she, she lives in like this in like this totally cute little studio in Japan ta- or not Japan town Chinatown. She just so many books. So many books. Some of them she hasn't even started reading yet. She just buys books and buys books and like stacks them up 
I think she could build herself a tiny house out of all her books. <laughs> so um, she is. She's so cute. She loves her books and she's so smart. And I, I have books, and I borrow books, but I don't read them. My friends are like, "You need to read this." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll borrow it." And it sits there. <laughs> I think as my friends turn and tell me something, they're like, Lisa, you're getting a little dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, so let me show you this book that a friend lent me. Hold on one second. Let me grab this. Okay. So, um, I, before I left, he, like, kidnapped me for Halloween weekend. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he has one of those, like, isolation flotation chamber things in his backyard and um he was trying to get me to do it but i'm like oh no i'm I'm not quite there yet and he's like well you should read this book and it is called um the book of floating uh exploring the private sea by michael hutchinson Hmm. and it seems like it'd be a really good read yeah you know, and I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll borrow it. <laughs> nope. I haven't opened it up. I, oh, I'm opening <laughs> it up now. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my God. We have a record. We have a record on yeah! the podcast. Oh, my God. I cracked open the book, Paul, but I have not read it yet. So <laughs> that was that. And then somebody else was like, you need to read this book. And he just left it. So I think all these guys are telling me, like, Lisa, you need to sharpen up that brain a little bit. <laughs> you need to lay off the the true blood. But I can't help it. Yeah. I love TV. I love I love the idiot box. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you seen the SpongeBob episode that's called Idiot Box? No, I have seen bits and pieces of Spongebob. Never seen a full episode. It's worth it. I think uh, earlier stuff is worth it. Like seasons one to four are worth it. There's a lot of, probably, a lot of good probably stuff in there. Yeah, probably some adult humor and um, probably pretty good writers, I would oh, imagine. Oh, no, absolutely. Like one of my favorite episodes is like Sailor Mouth and you can already imagine what that's, that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually so good it's um spongebob he's like i don't know why he's in a dumpster for some reason i think he's like throwing out the trash or something but he sees like some graffiti and some <laughs> well it's like it's like someone wrote squidward smells and then spongebob writes good and it's like clearly like, this is <laughs> nasty grime outside of this dumpster and he like just decides to just write good in like in the slime and then he sees another thing that says crabs is uh and then he can't quite read it and then he looks closer and said crabs is uh and then (laughs) it's a dolphin chirp it's like not like the bleep like you'd expect but it's like like, yeah yeah (laughs) right exactly and um And that was really, and I, like, with with my brother, like, we tried to figure out, like, what word is it? Is it fuck? Is it shit? Is it a slur? Is it this or that? But it's like, they use it, they use it in so many different ways, though, that it's like, it's just supposed to just be a naughty word, but it's not, like, supposed to be a specific naughty word, because it's like, 
like it would because but, but fuck is the most versatile curse word. It could be like multiple things. And yes. this is like one of my favorite like moments in SpongeBob is just like um, SpongeBob is just saying this over the intercom, like he's just talking to the customers. He doesn't know that he's saying the wrong thing. And of course, it's like this <laughs> montage of fish, like doing all these different things of trying to like block their mouth, block, block their ears or something. Mm. Um, and then let's, I think SpongeBob just walks up to Squidward and he just says, "Hey, Squidward, how the are you?" It's just like, oh my god. And then it's like, oh god. And it's like a joke I didn't get until I finally saw George Carlin's Seven Words You Can't See on TV. It's like, um. Oh god, it's like, there are 13 bad words you should, like, Mr. Krabs is saying, there are 13 bad words you should never say, and then Squidward says, aren't there only seven? And then Krabs says, not if you're a sailor. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty fucking great. <laughs> but oh, but man. I think maybe my top five Spongebob episodes, and I hope to god that someday we would do a Spongebob episode at some point. Um, but my, my favorite episode is um, You Can't Spare a Dime, I think is what it's called. And it's the episode when Squidward is fired from the Krusty Krab. But he moves in with SpongeBob. And then he becomes like the worst moocher in the world. And then um, it's like he gets so complacent because SpongeBob has been treating him so well that at some mm. point he's like just lying in bed and... And, 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 like, he's yelling at Spongebob, just saying, like, get me all this stuff, get me all this stuff. And then, like, Spongebob walks out, and, it's, and then Squidward says, and why aren't you in uniform? And then Spongebob, like, slowly walks out, walks back in, he's in a maid outfit. Oh, my God. And then it cuts to Squidward, and he just, like, like with the great hyper-detail, like, paintings that they do. I don't even know how they do it. It must take so much work. But it's, like, he just flat on the bed, and just covered in fucking food, like, covered in, like... This looks disgusting, and he's just like screaming. It's about time you got here. It's like, fucking asshole, man. Oh my god, what a dick. God, seriously, and it's like the one of the few times, and it's so much. It's so satisfying when SpongeBob finally explodes, because SpongeBob is like usually the annoying person to like, Squidward, and this is the one time, maybe like more as the show has gone on, but I haven't really seen the show since. Yeah. Those seasons, but like. One of the few times that SpongeBob says, I'm not going to tolerate your shit anymore. I'm going to fucking grab my bed. Because you're in my bed, I'm going to just grab the bed, like jump out of the pineapple and run like back to the Krusty Krab and land on the bed. You know, like that kind of thing. Like just like not tolerating your shit anymore. This is too yeah. much. It's He's ugh, over it. It's over it. Oh, God, that episode's so fucking. It's not. I don't think SpongeBob's on Netflix anymore, but if you just YouTube it, probably you'll find some. You probably I probably could. Yeah. Yeah, I probably could. I think, like, for my generation, that show, and it actually really, like, pushed it, like, pushed boundaries was Ren and Stimpy. God, I, um, oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy really, like, kind of pushed the envelope for that, and, um, I, it's been so long since I watched it. Like, I don't remember too much except for Log and Don't Whiz on the Electric Fence. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I I actually, there was, I forget where I was at. I was, like, at a party. I was, like, in, like, my late teens, early 20s. And um, this guy started singing, like, the theme song for Log, yeah. which I don't even remember. And I was like, oh, you watched Brendan Stimpy? And he was like, um, so can I get your number? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, 
that was easy. <laughs> sure. You're cute. Let's go out. And um, did we go out? I don't even remember. Remember, I remember his face. I don't even remember his name. That's kind of That's blurred at my indicative of yeah, of, really of, of that time in general. It was it was a blur. But I I you know I got somebody to yeah. They were like, sweet. I'm I like, like that right. show too. <laughs> yeah, you like Red and Stimpy? Yeah, I like Red and Stimpy too. Cool, let's get together. Um, so that was really interesting. But yeah, Ren and Stimpy was definitely like, like a thing for for us. And um, most parents were like, they were like, oh, it's too much. It's kind of graphic because you see butt cheeks. Right. Like pets with butt cheeks. It's kind of weird. <laughs> did, you, did you ever watch or hear of the adult party cartoons? Mm-mm. Adult party. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the one with like... um? It's like um there's like a like a skanky Betty Boop kind of character. Is that is that from that one? Well no, uh, well the, the no. adult party cartoon is like a new it was a new season of Ren and Stimpy, but it was meant to be the adult stuff that we weren't allowed to do on Nickelodeon. Like this is the real mature mature kind of humor. And it was like on Spike for I think oh. one season. For like Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. No no no. Now it's starting to ring a bell. Yeah, that was kind of a blip. I think I was thinking of something else where there is, I think it's on, um, on Cartoon Network. It was like the, it's like a hodgepodge of these like different cartoon characters. Oh yeah. What's the name of that one? Cartoon Cartoon? I don't know, but there was like a, like a somewhat skanky looking Betty Boop kind of character. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my memory for you. It oh. doesn't, it doesn't work when I want it to. <laughs> can't think I, 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 gosh I know a lot about animation but that particular one I cannot think of the only thing but no it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the secretary from Powerpuff Girls because she looks proper yeah no it was like a like um it's kind of like a like a raunchy like adult cartoon and there's also, like that, these different hmm. yeah and then there's like there's these different like different cartoon characters and um what was it? I forget. Was it Adult Swim show? Because it sounds like Adult Swim more than Cartoon Network. Um, was Adult Swim on Cartoon Network? Or... It was, but I think it was like the late night programming. Yeah, I think it was a part of that for a little bit. Because you know how they like how they rotate stuff. Yeah. I th I think that was on the on the rotation. Yeah. One time. Because yeah, I think, yeah. it, well, I think, I think those days it must have been, well, not enough in those days. I mean, I mean, like, 90s, early 2000s, it was probably, like, Cartoon Network, and then, like, evening was, like, Toonami, and then later was Adult Swim, I think. Yeah, I think it was on, was it on Adult Swim? I don't remember. I used to watch Adult Swim a lot. Yes. <laughs> like, late, was it, no, no, it was, like, early 2000s. Yeah. Most of the time, I would just be really stoned, and so <laughs> it it like really got my attention. So I mean, yeah, just you know, I was stoned at home, eating leftovers or ordering pizza, and I would just like it was a, what eleven o'clock at night. That's when it would come on. Yep. Yes. Oh Good my times. God. <laughs> Good times. Are you? Do I mean? Do you? I don't know. Do you still? 
Do you still do that, or is that? Do, oh, do I still smoke? Yeah. No, I don't. I I totally like I outgrew that completely, and it just like it just I I want to say like possibly like my chemistry has changed, so hmm. it just wasn't quite the same. Like it's been it's been years to wow. be honest with you. Yeah. So I just like I'm like map. Nope, this is no longer for me. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is what I like. This is how I I unwind. She she's showing me a beer bottle for for those yes. who can't, can't can't see this. You can't see. I'm holding <laughs> it up. I'm saying Cheers, Arlosaurus. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Cheers, mate. You with your with with your tea. My ice tea, my brisk ice tea, lemon ice tea. <laughs> that's a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a knife. It's a spoon. Oh, I saw you play knife and spoony before. <laughs> God damn it! I love The Simpsons. Oh fuck! I gotta do a Simpsons episode again at some point. Yeah, I think you really have to. Like, although I, you know, I still have uh, Simpsons on my Hulu queue. Oh, nice. But. I've actually been watching Simpsons since the very first episode in 89. You're still watching it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I never gave up. Wow. I never gave up on The Simpsons. And, um, but my dad, he actually watched The Simpsons when they were like a cartoon skit on the Tracy Ullman, sh- yes. on the Tracy Ullman show. When Smithers was black, not a lot of people know that. But if you're a diehard fan, you would know that. Right. You would definitely know that. But yeah, so that's always been, that was mine and my dad's thing for a long time is we would watch The Simpsons. Um, like, the show was really doing, like, well, like, writing-wise. When it was Conan, he was legit. Oh, God. I uh, There's this fantastic podcast I gotta recommend for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking Simpsons. They just did, they just did March vs. the Monorail. Oh, they did? They did. And, okay, the episode, I think, was posted this week, although it's going to be outdated by the time this ever posts. Hopefully, yeah. I won't be too late, and I'm going to try to double up on my efforts in posting things. But they just did Selma's Choice, and I think next week is going to be Brother from Another Planet, I think? Mm-hmm. Which is the episode when Homer... No, when Bart gets a bigger brother because Homer is, is hasn't isn't treating him like a father, then... And then Homer And gets... then and then Homer retaliates, and so he adopts Pepe or something like that, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's actually a clip of Ren and Stimpy there, although it's voiced by Dan Castellaneta because probably they probably they they couldn't like Yeah, they probably couldn't get of. And the... then licensing and all that stuff. All that actually, stuff. wait, hold on, wait. So speaking of books, yeah. And Simpsons, where is this shit? This is really sad actually. So, what did I do with it? Oh, okay, damn. So, I actually have like two books on the simpsons one is the oh, book nice. of march the book of and the march. other one is um is the unauthorized biography of the simpsons i oh, forget wow. what it was i was yeah. just thinking that like i don't know why for some reason i thought you were gonna say that but like i was just thinking what are the books about the simpsons so wow yes yes so i i have i have them they're somewhere. I never read them, but the Book of Marge is just like a little picture book because oh, that's, that's all like my brain can handle, <laughs> which is really sad. <laughs> including, including this, this beauty right here. This is this is a beautiful book. 
it's Hyrule <gasps> Historia. Oh, sweet. It's it's beautiful. I love this book. I like looking at it. It has <laughs> pictures. I read some, but I just I really like the pictures. And at some point I'm actually gonna get um the Triforce tattooed on me somewhere. Oh nice. Yes. I'm just I'm letting the nerd hang out. I really I don't care anymore. It's <laughs> it's time I start getting tattoos. Well you know what? If you get if you get the like if the Triforce tattoo on your hand that means you could eventually be able to gain, you know, the other Triforces. You could like be able to like detect the Triforce of Wisdom and the Triforce of Power or the Triforce of Courage. I could. You yes. could. I could. I could. Because you're secretly the hero in the legend that no one knows about. They think it's Link, but it's actually Lisa. It's Lisa. It's, it's Lisa. Also, it starts with so it starts with an L, and it's four letters long. Exactly. So, Link is actually Lisa. <laughs> they just don't know this yet. Um, they really don't. It's like What's it's like this? right under their noses, right there, and they just didn't. Yes. They just they weren't paying attention. They um, don't. I, I didn't. I didn't stop watching The Simpsons because it got terrible. It became different. I stopped watching yeah. it because I just lost interest. I watched it way into season gosh when was the last time I watched it I think season 18 was the last time I watched it mm -hmm. and then I came back I think my brother and I we both watched season 21 because I heard really good things about it and it's fun season 21 was a lot of fun um, mm -hmm. and then I I watched Halloween of Horror which I think came out last year mm -hmm. and I talked about it on my podcast for the month of Simpsons um, actually I mm -hmm. so um I do love The Simpsons a lot, and I do want to check out some of the episodes I haven't seen before. But it's like the 600 episodes. I just yeah. don't. Yeah, I and, just and they can't just, anymore. They just, they just celebrated that too. Yeah, they did. Um, but yeah, I um, yeah, like I'll like I'll I won't watch it for a while, and then I'll see that I have all these episodes on my queue, so then I'll just binge watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, Simpsons, you know, like. You know, it, it comes and goes, but I mean, it's it's always going to be there, and it's always going to be a part of my childhood and my life. Absolutely. In fact, um, one of my one of my one of my exes, he calls me Lisa, <laughs> and that's you know how Mayor Quimby says Lisa. He says Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like Simpsons have always been like our thing too. In fact, for Valentine's Day, I got him. Um, the Valentine's card that Lisa kind oh. of... Yes, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know right? exactly what you're talking about. Oh, God. Yes. That, Can you tell the people? That fucking episode. That fucking episode. Breaks my heart even today. Well, now because of I've gone through heartbreak. Yeah. Similar to what Ralph's situation was. Of yes. unrequited love. Like... Yeah. It's incredibly, like, a mature way, like, a, an incredibly humanized way. I don't mean to re-explain this episode, because I did talk about it on the podcast before, but fuck it, I'll just explain it again. Yeah, Humanizing way of explaining this very difficult concept for, like... Because the episode, like, isn't really, like, that particular one isn't that, um, vulgar. Yeah. It's a bit more restrained than other ones. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait until the, they talk about it on Talking Simpsons. I'll just be, like, crying the whole time. That's one of the few episodes that makes <laughs> me cry. No, really. I When he throws... Really? When he, seriously, when he throws the I choo choo choose you card into the fire... Yeah. Just, like, 
Mm. Yeah. What was really sad with that too, it's like so in that in that card, I choose you choose you, I was trying to like let my boyfriend know at the time that I was like in love with him. <sighs> yeah. Didn't reciprocate. He he did not reciprocate. Oh, I was fuck. Ralph. I was Ralph. Oh, but God, I really were. Lisa, but I was Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> You were absolutely rough in that situation. And it tastes like burning. <laughs> <laughs> I bet my Wookiee. Okay, how many Ralph quotes can we pull out? Hi. Hi, Skinner. Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. That's my favorite. And it tastes like burning. Um, God, honestly, like, Ralph has so many, oh, like, God. he has so many quotes, but... But Super Nintendo Chalmers and It That's Tastes Like so Burning are my favorite, and those are the ones that stick with me. Super Nintendo Chalmers, it's so... <laughs> it's like sometimes I mistakenly, like, I'll try to write Super Nintendo, and I accidentally write Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh God. And that's even funny. Um, it's funny, too, because um, my, that, it, it's, that, that um, episode, even though like there isn't like that many Ralph quotes... Um, yeah. One of my all-time favorite lines. It's like it's not even like a writerly line. It's just like how, the the perfect way of capturing awkwardness between like somebody who likes someone and someone who doesn't. Just like um, Ralph offers to walk Lisa all the way back to her house, and then they'll just suddenly he just says, "So, do you like stuff?" Oh yeah. It's like oh my god. Dear God, I've been there. Oh dear God, yes. so many yes. fucking people have been there. Yes. And yeah. It's so weird how that's like. I get it though. I get why some people and Cape Fear is one of my I think top five episodes, and it is just a pure yeah. Cape Fear is like just a pure comedy. But I I always wonder why people kind of they kind of like they don't have the emotional episodes up there. They just kind of just like the really hilarious ones, which I get though. I get though because yeah. the hilarious ones like March of the Monorail and like Mister Mister Plow fucking. Fucking Mr. Yes. Plow. Oh my god, Mr. Plow. But, oh my god, but what about Mr. Sparkaroo? Mr. Sparkaroo. I love that one. I love how the. Mr. Plow, Mr. Sparkaroo. There are so many, like, facets to Homer that I can't even begin to, like, delve into right now. Oh god, it's just like, there's not enough time, especially because it's almost. It's almost midnight from where I am. Well, actually, no, it is midnight. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it is? It is What's, midnight. Wait, so, so 9.30, 30, 11.30. So what's two-hour difference? Three no, hour two difference. and a half? Because you, you're three in San Francisco, hour. right? So that should be a three-hour difference. Yes, I think so. I don't know. I'm in a time warp of alcohol. <laughs> um, well, gosh, I didn't mean to kind of like abruptly say this is the end of the show, but I guess I'm starting to... I'm starting to nod off a little bit, so yeah. So yeah, so so let's wrap it up so you can get some sleep, and I can get to doing laundry. <coughs> I mean, watching True Blood. <laughs> well, you're already you're already drinking the beer, so you can probably like do the drunk laundry. I know. I'm just gonna just you know go back to just my old faithful and just you know drink and do laundry. That's what I do on a Friday night. And that's, well, I don't know. I don't drink that much. I try to drink at least every month. But if I drank more, maybe that's something I would do. I, you know, I, 
so because I didn't eat dinner, I'm very conscious of like my calorie intake. I've dropped 20 pounds. Nice. And um, yes, right. So it's like I have to think. Okay, so now that I reincorporated carbs into my life, do I have like dinner or do I drink beer? <laughs> so I choose beer. So the beer is my dinner. I, I had my burger today and my piece of bread and um, latte. <laughs> but it was good bread. It was sourdough with like real butter, not margarine. Oh. Fuck that shit. Oh. Oh. Real butter I hope it on about- a warm roll. It oh. was everything. Oh, dear. <sighs> yes. Oh, I hope I have. I hope that's in my dream tonight. <laughs> I really do. I've been dreaming too much about the reality of life. Is like I just want to dream about food again, or I just want to have a dream where I'm flying through the air or something. Like I don't want to. I don't want to keep having dreams where I'm just like in class, in Japanese class, yeah. learning but, something. But, but but you have your mouth open, and then like burgers are flying in. Yeah, exactly. I want. I just want yes. it to be fantastic. I want my dreams to be fantastic again. Yes. God damn it! Not dreams of Kate Upton, but. Dreams of flying through the air with your mouth open and cheeseburgers exactly. flying in. It's, it's like human Pac-Man. Exactly. 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 Uh, yes. Uh, Lisa, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. And um, I love talking about Simpsons. Um, we, if you want to do like a Simpsons podcast in the near future, I'm totally up for it. Dude, I'm down. We we should get my dad in on it. My dad loves The Simpsons. Oh my god, that'd be. I mean, if we could, that'd be interesting. Yes, make it a multi generational podcast about The Simpsons. Oh, that'd be so cool. Oh my god, yes. All right, let's let let's discuss this. <laughs> um, we'll see how my dad does with with technology. Bless his heart. <laughs> I love you, Dad. But he's the kind of person who, like, will be, like, yelling into his phone. My mom does the same thing. Yeah. On he, She's on the bus. Yeah. Like, you're yelling like you're in Vietnam, moms. You don't yeah. have to speak so loudly. Like, on speakerphone with the phone pulled away from his face like this. And, like, yelling into it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Dad, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> That's what I get for embarrassing him. That, this, this is what I get for embarrassing him when I was a kid. Acting a fool, being a little jerk. Yeah. I guess it's payback. I guess it's, it's cool. That's his part of payback. Uh, Lisa, yes. where, can, uh, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at citygirlconfessionssf. All spaced with the little underscore thing. Um, but yeah, Instagram. City Girl Confessions um, SF. Um, on Facebook, you can find me. I'm not really active on Facebook these days, but um, Lisa Rellis, Lisa Marie Rellis, R U E L A S is my last name, and don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. I, I wish, I, oh God, I wish I just had like the the wherewithal to just like talk to people and just like not like um not like try too hard to be an interviewer and i am gonna put on my my fedora and my my smoke pipe and we're gonna have a conversation about life and things let's just fucking like Like, yeah just just talking just talking 
It's like the way yeah. Sean does it. The way Sean does it. Yeah, yeah. Sean is Sean is really good at it. Like honestly, like I he needs to keep on doing what he's doing. He's very good, and you are good at what you do too. So keep on doing what you're doing, and hang in through college life. You'll make it out at the very end with a degree, and you won't have to eat top ramen and hot dogs anymore. I am so so looking forward to that. All right, taking <laughs> this out. Taking this out today is Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. As always, you can find our podcast at randomchatterings.weebly.com. You can find us on Twitter at our Twitter handle at ranchatpodcast. You can email us at ranchatpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Blueberry, and now Player FM by searching Random Chatterings, a silly podcast from silly people. And a question of the week is, what is your favorite Simpsons episode? Yes. I was actually just about to say, I don't have a question of the week, and then I came up with one just like that. That's how good I am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. She said, my boy is Dagger. Oh, yeah. I was good, she was hard, stealing everything she got. I was bold, she was over the worst of it. Give me gear, thank you, dear. Bring your sister over here. Let her dance with me just for the hell of it. Yeah, if I could, I just kept the last of my clothes on. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet dagger by the Fratellis. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your version? Because I really like it. Uh, I've never heard this song before, so I'm just I'm, I'm improvising the lyrics. <laughs> Can I find your version on, on iTunes? No. <laughs> 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 oh, God.